Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your coach, and today we are talking about conscious commitment. Now, conscious commitment is one of the most important conscious relationship principles and tools that I use with all of my clients in my conscious relationship coaching program. Whether you are deciding to leave a relationship right now or leaving a relationship right now, or you're currently single and healing from a heartbreak, or you're single and currently dating, or you're opening up a new relationship or elevating and improving a current relationship, no matter where you're at on that conscious relationship cycle, and no matter what transformation or change it is that you desire, you will need to learn how to move from unconscious commitment to conscious commitment. It is so incredibly important. And I know that I say that about all of the principles and tools I've been telling you about so far, but conscious commitment is so fundamental to any change or transformation you could ever want within any area of life that it is one of the most crucial concepts for you to get your head around and it is also what allows you to create rapid change in your life. So if you're wanting to make a change, any change within your relationship or even in another area of your life, I highly recommend you listen to today's episode. And I want to remind you all that I have previously done an episode about unconscious commitment, which will be really useful for you to also listen to in partnership with today's episode. So I'll make sure I link that episode to the show notes for today's episode and we will be expanding on what we spoke about in that earlier episode about unconscious commitment here today. Another episode that would be really, really helpful is the episode I did about focusing on what you want. And so I will also link that to the show notes for today's episode. Okay, so let's talk about conscious commitment and why this is so important. Basically, we all make commitments in our life and the way that your life currently is and because we're focused on our romantic life in this podcast right now, I'll ask you to look at your romantic life and look at everything that's happening in your romantic life right now. On some level, you are either consciously or unconsciously committed to everything that's happening in your romantic life right now. So you're committed to where you're at in the conscious relationship cycle. You're committed to what your desires are. You're committed to the challenges happening. You're committed to the ease happening. All of it, you're committed to it on some level. Now, for most of us, these commitments are unconscious. So it, this it will be unconscious if you're someone who really wants your circumstances to be different and yet you feel like you're just continually stuck in patterns that you don't actually want within your romantic life. That will be an unconscious commitment, right? Because consciously, you know that that's not what you want and yet that is your circumstance. So that's an unconscious commitment. And the reason it's happening is because part of you, the unconscious part of you is committed 
to your romantic life exactly as it is. The reason for that is the unconscious part of you is committed to the familiar, the comfortable. It's committed to what you've experienced before, what you've seen be done before, and therefore it just keeps recycling the past to keep you in that place of comfort. Your conscious mind is the part of you that in the brain, it's the prefrontal cortex. It's the part of you that's able to analyze, assess, plan ahead, and it can look at everything that you're learning about yourself and about what you desire, and it can make commitments based on that. So it can look into the future and say, hey, I want to go there. So that's what I want. That's what I'm committing myself consciously to. So the more that we come from this part of ourselves, the more we're able to stop recycling the past and create new changes and transformations. And that is what is happening across our life as a whole and and within your romantic relationship. So as much as possible, what we want to do when we're creating any change is to support ourselves to make conscious commitments. So it's really, really helpful to understand what unconscious commitment looks like. And that's why I recommend you go back to the previous episode I did on the subject. And in today's episode, I'm going to take you through how to move into conscious commitment. So the first thing you want to know uh, about are the signs that you're actually coming from unconscious commitment within your romantic life right now. Here's how to know. You might be telling yourself stories or questions like this. What can I get? (laughs) What I mean by this question is you might be looking at your current relationship or at people that you're dating and asking yourself, what can I get versus what is it that I actually want? (laughs) And you might actually be aware that you're asking yourself this question. A more subtle way this question can be coming up for you is when you're asking yourself, am I asking for too much here? So when you think about what you most want to create within your romantic life, you think about your desires and your needs, instead of honestly answering that question, meeting yourself where you're at, and also using the innovative, abundant part of you to be able to reveal your truest and deepest desires. Instead, you're filtering all of those desires through the filter of what's realistic, what have I seen done before, uh, what Okay, like managing your expectations. And so then you minimize your desires. And we all do this in so many ways. When I used to focus on business, my clients would do this all of the time. So much so that even when they would talk about what they really wanted in their business, many people would not even tell me what they truly desired because they couldn't even admit it to themselves. So that's what coaching can really help you with. It's getting to the to the source of what you really desire because we have so many layers we put upon ourselves that stop us from even admitting the truth of what we want. And so that's how you know that you're in unconscious commitment. You are minimizing your desires. You're not acknowledging them. You're not able to see them. Perhaps you even feel confused about your desires. These are all great signs that unconscious commitment is what is driving your romantic life. And that's okay, but we want you to shift into conscious commitment so that you can start creating what you actually and truly deeply desire. 
Other stories that are signs of unconscious commitment are stories like it's too good to be true. So this could be you if you're experiencing something you really, really have been wanting and desiring and you were aware that you wanted and desired that particular thing. Perhaps that was a conscious commitment, but your unconscious commitment is to something that's less than that. And that's why you're asking, is this too good to be true? You don't truly believe that it is. And hence, part of you is not committed to what you're experiencing right now. This is really, really great to be aware of because you can start to do what you need to realign your commitments so that they're coming from the conscious commitment lens that we want you to be coming from. Another story you could be telling yourself is, I want the exact opposite of what I've experienced in the past or what I experienced with my parents or caregivers in terms of relationship. Now, the reason I wanted to mention this here is because your reference point is the past rather than your reference point being possibility or something you've never seen done before and it coming from innovation and wisdom within you, true abundance, it is coming from a reference point that is based on the past or based on a lens of comfort. And so the degree to which you're able to expand and experiencing something new is censored. There's a filter there that is diluting what your true desires are. So that's really important to know. Another story you could be telling yourself is let's see what I can get first. (laughs) So we want to go out there and experience the world And then based on what we experience, we'll then set our desires from there. This is not what you want to do because the way the universe works is that what you see is what you have primed your brain to see. It's going to be based on your unconscious commitments for sure. And the way that you can expand that viewpoint of the world is by looking at what you are consciously wanting to create an experience that allows you to see not only what you're part of your mind that's unconscious is primed to see. It also allows you to see what you're actually wanting to create. So we always want to be expanding our viewpoint to be in alignment with what we actually desire. Another story you might tell yourself is, I don't want to be left with nothing or time is running out. Now, both of these stories are having you approach your love life through a lens of fear and scarcity and possibly urgency. And therefore, again, you're seeing and filtering your desires through what you think is possible rather than actually setting your set point for what you see based on what you truly desire and then going out there and experiencing that. You're limiting yourself again. Another story you might tell yourself is I will match their commitment. So you could be in a relationship with someone or dating another person and you could actually change commitment for trust as well. So you have a look at what the other person's putting into the relationship and then you just match that. And so your reference point again is outside of yourself, which is only ever going to limit you rather than using your desires as an opportunity to create collaborate and innovate and come from this place of abundance and expansion. 
Another story you might tell yourself is, I just need to believe I can have this. The reason that this is going to lead you into unconscious commitment is because it's not just about what you believe. (laughs) We have different sources of power within us, different voices almost within us, and we need to be working with all of these systems in order to support our conscious commitments. I'll talk more about that in a moment. Another story you might be telling yourself is if I can just be better or find the perfect person, then it will be okay. This is your unconscious commitment driving you. It is telling you that you need to be someone that you're not. And it's telling you that the answer lies in just finding the perfect person. Both of these are perfectionism, which is fear in disguise. (laughs) It is telling you that if only you can be perfect, or if only your partner can be perfect, then that is what is going to create the best relationship rather than recognizing that you can take yourself exactly as you are and you can you can have whatever desires you have. And the way that we then fill the gap so that you're actually living from your desires is you've got to learn the skills, right? Everything that we ever want to change in our life or transform is really just about learning the skills we need to get there. So rather than cutting yourself short and telling yourself you just need to be someone different or you just need to land on the perfect partner who doesn't exist, (laughs) which is ultimately driven from fear and therefore your unconscious commitments, Instead, we're telling ourselves, I can be who I am. I can be where I am. Nothing needs to change for me to get to where I want to go other than accepting myself and then doing the work to learn the skills, which I can always learn and get the support, which I can always get to help me make those changes. Yeah. Now, all of these stories lead you to viewing yourself and your romantic life through a lens of fear. They show up in different shapes and sizes. Maybe it creates a feeling of desperation for you or urgency or scarcity or hopelessness or even numbness and apathy. It doesn't really matter what the version of fear is in your uh, emotional body. In some ways, you're coming from that fight, flight, freeze state. And that is what leads you to making unconscious commitments be what drives your romantic life. And then thus, that's why creating the relationship that you desire doesn't actually happen or you get it and then you lose it. Yeah. So instead of all of that, we want to be telling ourselves stories that actually support us to step into conscious commitment and then therefore create the relationship that truly allows us to thrive and meets our desires. And in order to do that, I'm going to share with you some of the stories that you might tell yourself. And I'm also going to share with you two steps in order to move into conscious commitment. So first, let's have a look at the stories. You would like to tell yourself things like this. I know what I need to thrive in a romantic relationship. I am committed to creating a relationship that allows that. I am also committed to learning the skills and bringing on the support systems that I need to allow both my partner and I to thrive together. Now, the reason I share these examples of stories is because they 
put all of the power in your hands. They show that you accept yourself. They direct your mind to focus on what you're creating. They allow you to be who you are, recognizing that the the gap is simply a matter of skills and support that you will learn in order to close that gap. And they acknowledge the power of commitment, which is something you want to consciously and intentionally again and again be bringing your mind to because we are always committed to something and it's either going to be unconscious or conscious. So the more you can direct your conscious mind to what you're committed to, the more say you'll have in in what you actually commit to. All of these stories help to approach your romantic life through a lens of love and abundance. They might show up in the form of certainty, acceptance, openness, patience even. And all of this is what drives you to make conscious commitments and then therefore will lead you to creating a thriving romantic relationship. So let's talk more deeply about how to move into conscious commitment. The first step is to approach your commitments with consciousness. Now, a couple of points on this. The first marker of consciousness is self-discovery. You want to make sure you are getting to know yourself. You're getting to know what you need in a relationship and what you desire without minimizing your desires. Now, that process is an internal process. It's about going with in and finding those answers rather than going to the past or looking to what's outside of you and what you've witnessed around you. You want to be going inward. You want to be using your own creativity and innovation in order to access your desires. Now, You can also look to the external world around you to see what inspires you or maybe where you feel jealous or envious of someone, recognizing that that's really probably just showing you a desire that you haven't yet embraced. And you use all of this information, your the questions you ask yourself and that inner wisdom you receive, as well as the emotions you receive through reacting to your environment to come up with a picture of what you want and what you desire that will help form the basis of what your conscious commitments are. And it will come from a place of creativity and abundance and innovation rather than simply recycling what you've seen done before. You also, when you approach with consciousness, which is really just awareness, you are coming from a place of acceptance. You're accepting where you are. You're accepting who you are. And you are also, if there is a partner involved right now or when there is a partner involved, you're also accepting them as they are. The previous episode about unconditional love would also be a very helpful concept for you to deepen into in order to embrace this concept of acceptance. It's really, really important that when you're consciously committing to something that you want to create, that you are meeting yourself where you are and with who you are. And instead of trying to change who you are, you're working with who you are. I know that these are my like areas of support. So I'm going to commit to creating a relationship that supports that rather than me needing to be someone different. Now, it doesn't mean that there aren't aspects of yourself that you work on. Of course, there are. But rather than expecting you to be a perfect person first, you instead recognize that, hey, you could meet a partner like today with you exactly as you are 
and you can create exactly what you want, but you can only do that if you accept yourself as you are. Otherwise, what you're committing to unconsciously is it having to be you having your desires at some point in the future when you're this changed person. And that is not how miracles work. It's not how the universe works. And it's never coming from a conscious place. It's coming from fear. The other piece to understand about approaching with consciousness is that you're really looking at your relationship life and what you desire through a lens of abundance. So that's a very, very simple test to know whether you're coming from consciousness or not. When you're coming from fear, you're coming from the unconscious part of your mind that is there to protect you. It's your old brain. It's there uh, looking at your life through the lens of the past, through a fear-based perspective in order to protect you. And therefore, you're not able to look at your desires and, and what you need and what you most want through a lens of abundance. You need to access a different perspective and that is the perspective of abundance. So asking yourself, okay, is this commitment that I'm making coming from love and or is it coming from fear? Is it coming from abundance or is it coming from scarcity is a really great filter that you can put your commitments to in order to understand whether, whether you're approaching them with consciousness or not. And finally, step number two is to commit. Now, commitment needs to happen on not just a mental level. It needs to also happen on a physical level. It needs to also happen on a spiritual level. And so I want to make sure that you set yourself up for success by understanding that we have these different bodies, levels, voices, sources of power within us that all require different ways of being supported. And the reason that you might think you're consciously committed to something, but then your unconscious commitment is actually driving that particular subject, it's because you haven't actually worked with the different bodies, the different layers, the different voices, the different power within you, which all need different support. So we've spoken a lot today about the mental level. It's really about making sure that consciously using your prefrontal cortex in your brain, you are planning ahead based on what you actually want to create rather than letting the unconscious part of your brain, the old part of your brain, the primal part of your brain, the fear-based part of your brain take over and recycle the past and the familiar and the comfortable. Instead of that, we want to make decisions based on what you actually want. And we've spoken about the stories you can tell yourself in order to even access those true desires so that you can reveal what it is you want and then commit to creating that. Now, on your physical level, we also need to support the body. The body is ex is experiencing your unconscious mind, right? So if you have trauma, if you are in a state of fight and flight, if your nervous system is being affected by the change that you're putting yourself into, your body is going to be screaming for you to slow down, for you to go back to comfort. Your uh, anxious attachment or avoidant attachment uh, response, if that's your attachment style, is going to have you feeling like you really need to escape the, th the very thing that you're trying to step into. This is where you feel that misalignment. And it's because the 
body, the physical body also needs support with change and transformation. And the way you support the body is different to the way that you support the mind. In addition, we need to make sure that your inner voice, your intuition, sometimes people call it their soul or even your spiritual body is also being supported and in alignment with what it is you think you actually want. Now, the way we access our inner voice and our inner wisdom is different to the way we connect with our mind. It requires you receiving hearing from, listening to. This is something that I support my clients with through a technique called inner voice facilitation. So we need to be working with all three of these levels in order to actually truly be committed in a conscious way to the things that we truly want. And working with these three voices within us is exactly what I support my clients to do in my conscious relationship coaching program. Okay, the final piece of this step two is that you can actually implement conscious checkpoints throughout your weeks or months where you check in and you have a look at exactly what's happening in your romantic life and you have a look at which of that is conscious and which of that is unconscious. The conscious ones would be the things that you have identified that you actually are wanting to work towards. And so if what is happening in your romantic life is in alignment with that, then you know that that's coming from a conscious place. And all the pieces that are coming from an unconscious place would be all the bits that you actually don't want that you really want to change. And so you know that your unconscious commitments are driving that. This is really, really helpful to know because then you can work through the two steps and ask yourself, well, is it because within those specific topics I need to approach with more consciousness or is it because I really need to work on my commitment here? Knowing whether it's consciousness or commitment is going to help you to move into that conscious commitment within those particular areas. All right, my beautiful friends. So that is how we move into conscious commitment and why it's so important. The questions I want to leave you with today in order to integrate today's lesson is first, what do I need and desire within my romantic relationship? That is the question to ask yourself in order to reveal your conscious commitments. Now, remember, in order to approach this question with consciousness, you might want to go back to the different tips I gave you that will support you to do that. Question two is what skills or support do I need in order to create that? Now, this question could actually be inserted as a part of step two, where I spoke about commitment, because commitment, if we want to set ourselves up for success, it's recognizing that there is a gap between where we are and where we want to be. And part of our commitment is prioritizing the work to close that gap. That work is attaining new skills, which may require support in order to do just that. So you will set yourself up for success and also honor your commitment and show you are committed, prove that you are committed through actually 
doing that. Now, my beautiful friends, if you want support with creating any change that you are desiring right now within your romantic life, that is what my conscious relationship coaching program has been created for. I will work with you whether you're single or in a relationship and I will support you to create the romantic relationship that you truly desire. And part of that is getting clear on what your conscious commitments actually are and helping you to approach both with consciousness and also set yourself up to be truly committed to those beautiful things. If you want to know more, head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching and then follow the prompts to submit your application. And then I'll invite you as a first port of call to a free coaching session with me so that I can support you to move forward and you can have an experience of coaching with me. And if it feels like it's a fit, I'll then let you know more about the program itself. All right, my beautiful friends, have an amazing day and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.